Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? When are you guys going to learn? The more you indict, the more we unite. Facts. It's Trump 2024. We don't care. You heard me? We already made our mind up. You already know when the hood got your back. Man, they deep in the hood, gangsters. Talking about Trump 2024, you heard me? Woo woo! Wah! Gangsters! The hood got this man back. I'm just trying to tell you. You heard me? And we ain't we ain't stupid, man. American people, man. We ain't we ain't all them talking about lockdowns and back when the mask and all that. You know, they got a new virus coming and it's gonna be man, nobody don't care. Ain't fooling nobody no more with none of that. You know, new jack, man, nobody. Nobody being fooled no more. We all the way up. You heard me? It's Trump 2024. That's what it's going to be because we ain't having nothing else. From sea to shining sea. Three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back. Hour number three of the Wendy Bell Radio program. I do not think it is a mystery when there is a photo op versus something that is meaningful and authentic. Photo ops are a necessary evil in the world of public relations. But people, we very clearly can slice through the sock and glom onto somebody who clearly shares our values, who clearly represents that feeling that we have inside that often defies explanation. Joe Biden going to the border, which apparently he's going to do Thursday, is as idiotic and late and lame and insulting as him going to East Palestine, Ohio. It's as insulting as him basically being browbeaten and and forced to, cajoled to leave one of his many vacations in the last several years to go out to Lahaina. That, that's not something that an administration, that a, that a staffer should have to tell you. That is something that you feel You should, at least. When you woke up and you saw the charred remains of of what was once an historic island paradise and then the, the deafening sound of a government that didn't care, it was breathtaking. East Palestine, Ohio, same thing. They don't care. They never did care. And black voters are waking up to that more and more. Tired of being chess pieces moved around an election board with empty promises and lousy results again and again and again. But this 
lack of responsibility for the border? How many, 46? How, how, many, how many executive actions did Joe Biden take in the first 100 days of his quote-unquote presidency that had specific effect on the border? Dismantling remain in Mexico, getting rid of Title 42, the whole catch and release thing, the, the idiocy of giving people cell phones that have apps on them and say, just make sure you're back in two years when your number is effectively, you know, ready to be called and your, your court case is going to be heard. <laughs> really? Biden is going to the border. Joe Biden is going to the border. This is the guy who has said that he was incapable of doing anything, that it was it was incumbent upon Congress. Those damn Republicans. It's like Scooby-Doo. We would have gotten away with it if it weren't for those meddling kids, those pesky Republicans. If they would just cooperate with us and pass ridiculous funding for Israel and Ukraine and maybe throw a few scraps at the NGOs at the border, none of this would be a problem. Look, it stopped holding water a long time ago. So Donald Trump comes out last week and he's like, look, we're going to go to El Paso. I think that's where he's going. Let me read this. This is redstate.com headline. Biden is going to the border, but the Border Patrol Union completely levels him in response. These are the frontline operatives there. They know. So here's the story. Joe Biden going to the border, coming up on Thursday for literally the second visit in his life. So why is he finally getting it around, getting around to it now? Is it because he's, he finally is aware? No. Guy's out to lunch. It wasn't too hard to figure out we're in the election season. He knows that it's one of the most important issues that most Americans think. He's done a horrible job protecting the border. He opened the border after three years of letting the chaos run wild. It's girls run wild, right? Just with illegals. Biden is finally trying to act like he cares while blaming the Republicans for all of the problems he created. It is not. He's not sticking the landing on this one. However, another reason Biden is going is that former President Donald Trump is going too. So he's following him. Border security is consistently polled as a top priority among Texans and Republican-led policies led by Governor Greg Abbott to place barriers like, you know, the wire, the buoys in the Rio Grande. They've proven popular among voters, Trump's campaign derided Biden's visit is chasing us to the border. A campaign campaign spokesperson said the trip shows just how big of a problem this is for him. Oh, please. You're thinking that we believe you. We never did. On Thursday, Biden will be going to Brownsville, Texas. I beg your pardon. I stand corrected. Trump is visiting Eagle Pass, not El Paso. Eagle Pass, which is a total you-know-what show. Trump's trip was announced last week. Biden just announced on Monday. <laughs> it's sad. Isn't it sad? There's no strength. There's no ingenuity. There's no innovative spirit. There's no love of country. There's no patriotism. There's no anything inside a shell of a figment of a former individual. That's your president. 
Biden is once again going to call for the passage of the horrible border bill he wants. Republicans don't support it. They don't think it helps border security. Indeed, it only makes it worse. They contend it basically codifies letting in thousands of people a day because I know this just in. It does. It does. It says it. 5,000 a day. We'll do the math, yo. It's 1.8 million people a year. Beat it. Go home. Don't make the trip. We don't want you. And I don't care if that makes me sound like she's a nationalist. She's probably Catholic. True. Indeed I am. Doesn't matter. We don't want you. We want our country back. On Thursday, Biden will be going to Brownsville, blah, 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 blah. Local reporter referred to his prior visit, Biden had one, as a dog and pony show. And it looks like this will be a similar effort just so we can check the box that says, I care. People aren't stupid. So this is brilliant. Here we have Bill Malusian. He's the reporter at the border. He's been there for the whole long haul. In a statement... Border Patrol Union slams Biden's planned border visit. Are you guys ready for this? Gloves off. We don't want your freaking photo op. I don't want you. I don't want your cadre of dipstick people who accompany you. You did this. Our job sucks. America is unsafe. Fentanyl's out of control. And mm, so weird that China's supplying it all. They're making millions, billions, trillions. As our people die, stay home, Joe. Get back in your hyperbaric chamber. I digress. This is what Border Patrol's union says. Unfortunately, a visit by President Biden three years into his term and after repeatedly stating that there is no crisis, that there there is no crisis, is too little too late. Where did we hear that? East Palestine, Ohio. Whether stating it himself or through White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre, who also sucks, Biden has said he's done everything he can to secure the border. If that was the truth, and it wasn't, there'd be no point in visiting the border now. But even if he were to put in some proper policies in place at this late hour, he'd be doing it only to try to save his presidency. And self-serving actions when time is winding down should always give Americans pause common sense dictates that as a lame duck he'd revert back to his open border policies if re-elected biden is going to the border now solely to try to save himself border security should never be about politics it should be about the safety and the security of this great nation and the american people amen But I think there's much more going on than a photo op. And I think it's much more than Joe Biden pretending to preserve his presidency. It is the ugliest mark, I believe, in America's history. The running, the funding, the profiting off of human servitude and sexual slavery. And if you don't think that's what it's about, it's time to wake up. When we come back, 
Remember that trusted FBI informant, Alexander Smirnov? Don't let his name evaporate from your memory. We're going to bring it back for a good reason next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. So you know the game plan. It's, it's so obvious. Go after people who tell the truth. Prop up and elevate the voices who carry the propaganda, who are part of the shtick, whether they're knowing or unknowing. Motive, you got to energize and release these fact checkers to go after those of us who dare to talk about the truth. Ultimately, try to shut down the voices of truth. And if you happen to be a whistleblower or somebody who has once been a confidential human source who has spoken the truth, well, got to sacrifice some of those people. This Alexander Smirnov story is gross. This is what your government does. Beyond, you know, running 12 different CIA labs in Ukraine, right? Besides that, turning on trusted sources of information like Alexander Smirnov and throwing them in prison because that is where he is today for doing what? For being accused of lying about Joe and Hunter Biden's bribe from Burisma. They're desperate. Got to silence anybody who speaks up about this. Headline from redstate.com. Judge orders former FBI informant jailed indefinitely pending Biden bribery scandal trial. Now, they keep telling us that Donald Trump is the threat to democracy. We don't have democracy. If a judge can wave a magic wand and send Alexander Smirnoff to prison indefinitely or Jacob Chansley and send him away knowing full well that they withhold they withheld exculpatory video evidence, right? Throw him in the hole for 11 months, solitary confinement. That's dark. That's dirty. That's desperate. Here's your story. Alexander Smirnov, a former FBI informant currently under indictment for allegedly lying, allegedly lying is code for daring to tell the truth about the scumbags who've lied to us for years for allegedly lying to federal investigators. Just got some more awful news. The judge presiding over his case has denied bail meaning that the former informant will remain in jail pending trial. Well, we're going to hope that he's just going to twist for a while. Hopefully everybody will forget about him. You know, if we get to you by 2025, that'll be lucky because we're, <laughs> we're just swamped. This DOJ, my man, we got all these parents to go after and all these Catholics. What? We don't have time to go to you. Get comfy in your gulag. That's not democracy. Smirnov, a dual American-Israeli citizen, is reportedly being held indefinitely after a judge deemed him a possible flight risk. What would he flee from? He wouldn't try to flee. He didn't do anything wrong. He said he told the truth. He wrote it down on a form. I was talking to the guy who owns Burisma. And the guy who owns Burisma told me, yeah, 
I've got evidence that I paid off these clowns. That Hunter Biden, who's not very bright, but he's the go-between. Five million for him. Five million for Joe. They got the bank records. Right? I've got 17 recordings. 15 with Hunter Biden's voice. Two with Joe's. Oh, go to jail. Liar. That's scary, guys. This is standard operating. This isn't some weird stretch. This isn't some new development. This is what they do. Alexander Smirnoff, the former FBI informant charged with falsely claiming, it's not false, that President Biden and his son Hunter had accepted bribes, will be held in custody indefinitely because he poses a significant flight risk. A judge in California ruled yesterday. After a 45-minute hearing, wow, you deduce all of that in 45 minutes? That's pretty slick. Smirnov, stocky, bearded with close-cropped salt-and-pepper hair and wearing tan and orange prison clothes, pled not guilty in heavily accented English, turning around briefly to wave at his longtime girlfriend seated in the gallery. Judge Otis Wright of the Federal District Court found fault with a decision by a federal magistrate in Las Vegas who said last week that Mr. Smirnov, a confidential informant since 2010, and dismissed the argument by prosecutors that he would try to escape to Russia. That's where I would go. Smirnov is accused of fabricating bribery allegations about President Joe Biden and his son Hunter. Guys, If he was planning on doing something to fabricate these allegations, he would have made it abundantly clear to people about it. It was whistleblowers who stumbled upon it. It was whistleblowers who testified before Congress, not Alexander Smirnov. He just detailed it. It was in the freaking file. Chris Ray knew about it and wouldn't go and speak before Congress about it. Sort of sounds like a typical cover-up. So Hunter Biden dropped something. You know what? He knows he knows how he's going to save democracy. And he's he's got it. Down pat. Is it the way to off-ramp Joe's presidency? I think maybe so. Got it for you on deck next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. So there's this interesting <laughs> Interesting narrative out there being floated, and it's being floated by Hunter Biden himself. And I think it gives a plausible detour, a a plausible possible exit for Joe Biden that preserves some semblance of face. It is not a coup. It is not Ken Buck trying to encourage Kamala Harris and Joe Biden's cabinet to vote basically him out to say, you know what, you're out of you're out of here. Your mind isn't working. It's now dangerous to have you in charge. Sayonara. Hunter Biden's going to pull on some emotional strings because that is what this party is all about. It's not facts. It's feelings. When you lose in the conversations dealing with what we know, you got to resort to how we want you to feel. That's where propaganda and manipulation come in. So here is the headline. And this is a great, a great source. If you guys have never followed BizPack Review, BizPackReview.com headline. Good heavens. Hunter Biden says the future of democracy 
may rest on his sobriety. So I'm going to have you just for a minute consider narcissism here and propaganda going, you know, I prefer when it's chocolate and peanut butter, right? Narcissism and propaganda, boom, have just vomited all over this article because that is what you're about to get. What do we know about the Bidens? When you do not have authenticity, when you are not genuine, when you cannot connect with people, right? You've got to have a gimmick. There's a shtick. There's some reason why they're drawn to you. People play various cards. For Joe Biden, it was the tragedy. It was struck by tragedy in 1972. It was the loss of his wife and his daughter that created this sorrowful, feel bad for Joe Biden and vote him in. Sort of like voting for Barack Obama because you wanted to prove to yourself that you weren't racist. Even you know, you knew, though, that he was a community organizer who served 1,400 days in the Senate. That was his qualification. But by golly, that visceral thing in you, I am not racist. I'll vote for that guy who hates America. Sounds like a great idea. Hunter Biden and his family have, have profited off of tragedy porn for a long time. And they've had enough tragedy, but they've also had enough weird, bad decisions of their own. Kind of like George Floyd, if you will. Well, this is where these planets collide. Here's your story. Scaring up sympathy ahead of congressional testimony. Hunter Biden offered a bold claim about the connection between his sobriety and the future of democracy. I can't wait for this. Corporate media's constant defense and the alliance of his sugar brother chum, Hollywood attorney Kevin Morris, who we've spoken about repeatedly on this program, evidently had not been enough to sell the victimhood narrative of President Joe Biden's son. Amid the ongoing congressional investigations of alleged criminal bribery, blah, blah, blah. As such, a new and rare interview was released Monday with the first son conducted by Axios's Alex Thompson, further painting former President Donald Trump as a villain. I don't know how he has anything to do with Hunter Biden's addiction, but can't wait for it. Maybe it's the ultimate test for a recovering addict. I don't know, Biden expressed. I've always been in awe of people who have stayed clean and sober through tragedies and obstacles few people ever face. They are my heroes. My inspiration. What kind of tragedies have you faced? That your brother died of brain cancer? Got a lot of people dying all over all over the world now, ladies and gentlemen, from turbo cancers. Hmm. He proceeded to self-aggrandize the implications of his addiction as he asserted, quote, I have something much bigger than even myself at stake. We are in the middle of a fight for the future of democracy. Oh, God. MSNBC further solidified that sympathizing the younger Biden was part of the pearl clutching of the democracy is at stake crowd by bringing Thompson on Morning Joe yesterday to recount the discussion. It's really an extraordinary story of resolve, the national political correspondent told co-host Mika Brzezinski. Think about this. Hunter Biden was in a spiral of crack cocaine addiction, alcohol addiction. He basically got sober the day before Joe Biden's first campaign kickoff in 2019. 
Since then, he's essentially been completely sober, Thompson phrased carefully, like he freaking knows. Quote, there's a view within some in the Biden circle that basically any day Hunter is in the headlines is a bad day for Joe Biden, the correspondent added. To that end, NBC News had reported in November of 2022 that ahead of the GOP taking control of the House for the 118th Congress, three new war rooms have sprung up in the past two weeks to combat the House Republicans' investigations, each backed by multi-million dollar dark money budgets and some of the best known operatives in the Democratic Party. But of course... Correct the record founder, David Brock, who left Media Matters to start the war room dubbed Facts First USA, said at the time, quote, I do believe that as a vigorous, absent a vigorous operation like the one we're putting out, I think it makes it difficult for President Biden to be reelected. His son's addiction. Huh. Adding to the appeal to bleeding hearts, Biden Hunter said to Thompson during the interview, most importantly, you have to believe that you're worth the work or you'll never, ever be able to get sober. But I often do think of the profound consequences of failure here. Um, are you guys all super worried that if Hunter Biden starts doing coke off of a prostitute's rear end again that all democracy will be lost it's already lost please just ask alexander smirnov meanwhile the release of the exclusive that talked up biden's memoir and his marriage to melissa cohen coincided with the long-scheduled closed-door testimony of the first son slated for wednesday Weird timing that all of this is coming out. I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about my addiction. I really don't want to talk about all of the millions of dollars that I got from all those foreign governments by being a scumbag or how my dad got so much of it too, or how I paid all of his bills. I'm an addict and I'm struggling. How about being responsible for making your own decisions? Isn't it amazing how the left wants to wave the magic wand of culpability george floyd wasn't responsible for his death ah i mean forget like the autopsy and all the part that said he didn't die from asphyxiation right and that the the pictures that show Derek chauvin's knee wasn't on his neck right it wasn't his fault that he was all high on a seven thousand different things and that he was behaving badly because he was a dirtbag it's not his fault he's the victim here go out and riot and break. Hunter Biden's apparently not responsible for his decisions either. So what I find interesting here is we're going to create this. We're going to bring up this idea that if Hunter Biden falls off the wagon, it's going to be the end for Joe Biden. But Hunter doesn't know if he's strong enough to hold on. And so there's this weird thing. I don't know what we're going to do. And Joe Biden's going to say, you know what? I out of love for my son. I, I can't. I can't do this. I'm going to have to step aside and take care of my family. Oh, what good people. He's such a good dad, right? Just like the cover of the book where they're sniffing each other, hugging each other. Aww. Remember, I get 10%. Should have been the cut line on the front cover, right? 
So I, I'm gonna I'm sharing these these stories with you. We don't even have to get into the to the meat and potatoes of it, because you now can identify. Hmm. One, I don't trust Axios. Two, I sure as hell don't trust MSNBC. Right. Three. Hunter Biden's a dirtbag. Sorry, he's, you know, sorry, he's got an addiction problem, but so do millions of other Americans. And they don't get to be excused for it every day the way Hunter does. And four, we know that they're trying desperately to get rid of Joe for whomever. It doesn't matter. So if this Ken Buck thing saying the 25th Amendment, which they floated, doesn't fly, well, we got Hunter Biden with a plan B here. So Hunter's going to be talking on, well, tomorrow. This closed-door testimony with House committees on oversight and accountability, a House committee on the judiciary. In previewing that, Judiciary Chair Ohio Representative Jim Jordan offered a summation, albeit lengthy, of a tale as old as time of the allegations brought against the Biden family. Quote, a government official takes action. That action benefits the family. And then when questions are asked, there's a cover-up for President Joe Biden. It's a story about money, influence, and protecting the Biden family brand. The question is, will Americans let the Bidens get away with it? Bing, 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 bing. Sympathy from those set on seeing accountability was expectedly hard to come by. Some of the tweets that I found in a just cursory search. Nobody cares about what a crackhead deadbeat dad has to say about anything. Number two, crackhead has thoughts on America. News at 10. How about this? Someone sounds nervous about what may come out if Trump gets back into office. How about this one? Right. I'd like to know what his definition of democracy is, because if it's the kind his father wants, we're screwed. That has absolutely nothing to do with what our forefathers had in mind. And finally, this when the press and elites refer to, quote, our democracy, it is important for them to consider the word our and who is the we for them that we is a very small club and ordinary citizens such as you and I are not members. Sympathy, emotions versus facts and truth. Where are you on that continuum? When we come back, maybe it's the social media of the day. A guy in all camo in Tennessee proving America is awake. And then Delaware... A court? Oh, my God. It remembers the Constitution. I know it's so weird, this old document. I got it for you next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. There's so much to choose from. I mean, it's hard. I will say it, it is hard. I, and I know I'll do it so nobody has to. Actually, Brock will. We find all this great social media stuff out there. And it's from libs of TikTok that we run every Wednesday, some lib of the week, somebody losing their mind or somebody awakening and being very aware of things not feeling right. I think half of the battle, specifically when it comes to reinstilling in the American people faith in the elections, there's a whole can of worms that has to happen for that to go down. 
right? The getting rid of the machines, getting rid of, you know, 30 day early voting, all of the shenanigan BS that we know exists. But it's about identifying when you walk in somewhere and you know that you're told something that makes you feel uncomfortable and it's happening everywhere. Yesterday, we told you about a guy in South Carolina who was like, I don't know. I got told I had to put my, I'm a Republican. I got told I had to put my ballot in some slot because the internet was down. And they were like, well, wait a minute. The machines aren't supposed to be connected to the internet. And he's like, yeah, I mean, that's what I thought. From that guy, awake, aware, speaking out. To this fellow, he's in Tennessee. And he notices something odd as he takes his father to go vote similarly. Listen to this. Breaking news, TikTok Nation. I got some interesting news from our local voting station here in Tennessee. So this is an early voting. We got a couple more days of vote. So I went in there with my dad to vote. He's a Republican. Here's how this just went down. Hi, are you, who are you voting for? First off, why does that matter? But anyway, he said Republican. Oh, okay. Well, I need to see your ID. Okay, he gives them their ID. Well, I need to see your voting card. Sir, I haven't had my voting card in years, but I know I'm registered to vote. I've got it in the mail. It should be in your system. Can you please look it up for me? Okay, fine. I'll look it up for you. They looked it up for him. Yeah, I found you. Are you still here? Yeah, I'm still in that same residence, except for I've switched apartments. Oh, you can't vote today. Well, okay, you can vote today as long as we switch this. What is going on with this, guys? And by the way, as we were leaving, another person came in the room and said, what are you voting for? She said, Democrat. Gave her the paper and walked on in there. No ID, no voting card, no issues, no nothing. Stay safe, America. So the reason I share this with you isn't because he's breaking news. He is awake. It's something that I didn't think was going to happen. And the left has sucked so much that they've awakened a regularly complacent public and an apathetic populace. Come on, admit it. We are. This is why in our elections, something nominal, usually like what, 30 percent, 35 percent go and vote in general elections. If that it's woeful, woeful awake. That should scare the liver out of the people who like to cheat. And I want to bring you this before we wrap things up. This is from ABCnews.com. Delaware's early voting and permanent absentee laws are unconstitutional, a judge says. Well, hallelujah. A Delaware judge has ruled that laws allowing early voting and permanent, permanent, absentee status violate the state's constitution and are invalid this is hope this is hope even in delaware laws allowing early voting and permanent absentee status violate delaware's constitution and are invalid a judge ruled in a lawsuit brought by a state elections inspector and a republican lawmaker the laws are quote inconsistent with our constitution and therefore cannot stand Superior Court Judge Mark Connor declared in a ruling late Friday. Elections Inspector Michael Manella, Senate Minority Leader Gerald Hawker, showed by, quote, clear and convincing evidence that the laws were unconstitutional, the judge said. Friday's ruling follows a 2022 state Supreme Court decision that laws allowing universal voting by mail and Election Day registration were 
unconstitutional. Say it with me. We're on to you. Stop pretending it's magic. It's for the greater good. Or as Dr. Phil said when he was talking to Jesse Waters, of course, we want to keep everyone safe. That's not the federal government's job, by the way specifically when it comes to our health. But when it comes to our elections, we're taking our country back. And if it starts in freaking Delaware, so be it. I think it's brilliant that it's Joe Biden's backyard. I mean, he spent 40% of his presidency there, so it would make sense. The words in our Constitution have meaning, and they're given their plain meaning by the courts. I agree. For five years, this office has fought like hell to protect voting rights. This is the people, the Democrats there. See, this is what they do, and I want you to identify this as well. Democrats will tell you they're there to protect your right to vote. Everybody who's over the age of 18, ladies and gentlemen, who's a citizen of these United States who registers is eligible to vote. This is not complicated. We're protecting your right to vote. No, you're not. You're trying to protect your right to cheat. And we push back and say, sit down because your time has expired. That's the way I see it. These stories are very interesting, my friends. They are little snapshots, little microcosms of awakening. And they deserve our attention and our review. And again, if you like the information we share and you're like, oh, what was it that she said again? Remember, join our Locals community. Locals.com, Wendy Bell Radio. Find us, join us, and get the rundown that I put out every single day that talks about where we're talking today and all of the links. It's at your fingertips. Thanks for being a part of our program today. We'll see you in 21 hours. Until then, peace. Peace.